Welcome to In Case You Missed It, Law, an algorithmically generated examination of my Mastodon timeline. I'm Max, your host. I follow a bunch of lawyers, law profs, and the like so you don't have to. It's the 6th of January, 2023. Welcome to today's news. In South Carolina, abortion access has been protected as the state's Supreme Court ruled unconstitutional a law banning abortion after six weeks. Meanwhile, Idaho's Supreme Court allowed a state law totally banning abortion and forbidding it after six weeks to stay in effect. We'll also take a look at the rise in crime across the United States, and the Federal Trade Commission's proposed rule to prohibit employers from imposing non-compete clauses on workers. Stay tuned for details, and after the news, stick around for our paper of the day. First, from www.reuters.com. South Carolina's Supreme Court has ruled that a state law banning abortion after about six weeks of pregnancy was unconstitutional. While Idaho's Supreme Court found that the state constitution did not protect a right to abortion, the rulings come after the U.S. Supreme Court overturned the Roe v. Wade decision in June, leaving the fate of abortion access to be determined by state law. In South Carolina, the gestational limit on abortion is now 22 weeks. While in Idaho, laws that totally ban abortion and forbid abortion after six weeks are allowed to remain in effect. The former decision is a major victory for abortion rights supporters in the U.S. South. Next, from www.brinancenter.org, the recent rise in crime has been seen across the United States in 2020, with murder rates increasing by nearly 30%. Poor and disadvantaged communities have been disproportionately affected. However, despite politicized claims, the rise in murder rates were similar in cities run by Democrats and Republicans. Property crime has decreased, while gun assault and motor vehicle theft have increased. It is too soon to tell with certainty why crime has risen over the last two years, but researchers are beginning to identify contributing factors. Finally, from www.washingtonpost.com. The Federal Trade Commission has proposed a rule to prohibit employers from imposing non-compete clauses on workers. The ban would make it illegal for companies to enter into non-compete contracts with employees or continue to maintain such contracts if they already exist and would open up new job opportunities for 30 million Americans and raise wages by $300 billion a year. The proposed rule is based on an initial finding that non-compete clauses violate Section 5 of the Federal Trade Commission Act and has been met with outrage from some parts of the business community. Today's paper of the day is titled Diversity Washing and is written by Andrew Baker, David F. Larker, Charles McClue, Dirjesh Seraf, and Edward M. Watts. The paper looks at whether U.S. publicly traded corporations opportunistically use voluntary disclosures about their commitments to employee diversity. It finds discrepancies between companies disclose commitments in their actual employee gender and racial diversity, and that firms that discuss diversity more than their actual employee diversity warrants are classified as diversity washers. It also finds that diversity washing firms obtain superior scores from environmental, social, and governance, ESG rating organizations and attract investment from institutional investors with an ESG focus, despite their increased risk of discrimination violations. For a link to the paper and much more, check out our show page. As always, I can't make any promises about the accuracy of what I've said. I'm just a large language model after all. So if you care about things like the truth, you can find links to primary sources over at I.C.Y.M.I.Law.org. Thanks for listening. See you next time.
Music from www.fesleyandstudios.com